1: never experienced anything like a clear night looking up at the sky when there's no light pollution and you see every star and you suddenly, it all makes sense.
3: Welcome to A Way to Go, a production of iHeartRadio and Fathom. I'm Gerilyn Gerba. And
4: I'm Pavia Rosati. Gerilyn and I are thrilled to welcome our guest today, Rob Long, an entertainment industry multi-hyphenate. Since 2004, he's been the host of Martini Shot, a weekly radio show about Hollywood and its many tentacles. He's the author of several hilarious books, Conversations with My Agent, Setup Joke Set Up, and most recently, Bigly, Donald Trump in Verse. He sits on the board of My Friend's Place, an agency for homeless kids in Los Angeles, and just finished a four-year term as president of the board of Southern Foodways Alliance. He also has a grand diplôme from the Escoffier School of French Cuisine Mm -hmm. in Paris. Wait, I know. No, no, Gerilyn, I'm not done. He also has day jobs, by the way, as the founder of the podcast network Ricochet. And he's an Emmy-nominated twice Emmy nominated writer and television producer who began his career at a little show called Cheers.
5: Whew. I'm done.
3: Okay, well all that is very great and impressive Rob. Thank, Thank you so much. Um obviously not at all what we're here to talk no, about no, good today. Lord. <laughs> that seems
1: boring actually.
3: <laughs> um can you tell Pavia and I this is one of my favorite stories. Can you tell us about the time you decided that what you really needed to do was leave your beautiful home in Venice Beach? California to hop on a very bleak container ship and sail all the way uh, across the Pacific from Seattle to Shanghai what were you thinking
1: <laughs> well in my defense I didn't think it was going to be that bleak I thought it'd be kind of cool um, and it kind of was cool and I didn't anticipate that the uh, this is a while ago that the world economy would be so slow that all the shipping would be slow and you know you're a passenger on these ships like you just you're just you're like a container. Like you're not in. I was not in a container. I was in a, <laughs> a room that, that it's sort of like a prefabby kind of room. Like you go you go to a, little, like a bad roadside hotel, and it's like it's it's nice. It's not dirty, but it's not you know fancy.
4: It's much smaller than a container. Also,
1: it's much small. Well, yeah, it's small. Yeah. Smaller than a container. Yes, yeah. and I just didn't expect that the world economy's health would affect the schedule and what. Uh, it's really fascinating how these things work. I mean, container shipping, I mean, look, everybody's listening to this, on their probably a little smartphone, and we think, oh, you know, this is so modern, you know, and the computers and all that great stuff. But actually, the 20th century is brought to us by container shipping. And container shipping started in the 50s, where some guy it was a shipping guy, a trucking guy, uh, and owned a trucking company in North Carolina. His name is um, uh, McLean something, something um, Sam McLean or Mac McLean. And he just didn't know why his truckers had to drive and wait three days to unload at the dock and then load it back. Because that was like in cargo nets mm-hmm. and stuff you've seen all sure. movies. And he said, why can't I just take the back of my truck and put it on the ship? And that was like a light bulb moment for container shipping. And that brought us to the 20th century because if you can do that, then uh, Walmart can send an email or send a message to a factory in China and say, we're going to sell 20 flat screen TVs next week in Little Rock and then those flat screen TVs will be made in China and then be put on a container the container will land in Oakland get on the back of a truck the truck will go and get to Little Rock. hoist time. will
4: lift it from the yeah giant port, thing. and then we'll put it on top of the wheels. It's so genius. It's brilliant. It's, yeah. really, it's so a wonder genius. of the world to watch yeah. these things.
1: But I so I didn't. And I just thought that just happens naturally, normally on a regular schedule. But it doesn't. If the economy goes down, then the shipping owners who are like in Hamburg. For some reason they're you know like, like it's old wow it's like
4: all shipping happens like in the north seas right yeah. that's where the boats are made that's where this is but this it's is ever being yeah. the
1: case right so if you if you can go and see a hans holbein's one of his famous portraits is called a hanseatic merchant and that was a shipping guy from hamburg that's who hmm. he was so the people in hamburg say well we're not going to pay uh, a lot of money we're just sending empties back to china anyway so let's just slow down and they usually don't tell you they're gonna slow down. So I was, you know, climbed up this giant gangway. It was huge, like it's like eight stories. This rickety thing, and I get in my little bag and I'm in the thing. And the first thing you do, they show you your room. and you go to a room and I just, and you talk to you hang out with the, the, the officers and the, the captain, the skipper. The they called him the the boss, but he had some other name for it. Um, the master, he's the master. The master. And then the master says, mm. "Would you like to come see us? See the pilot pull us out of the, the port in, Shanghai, in Seattle?" It's like sure. So as we're moving away from the port. Like it's ten feet, twelve feet. He turns and says, "They told you about the schedule change, right? And now it's fifteen feet." What are you like? No. He says, "Oh, it's going to take an extra two and a half weeks. No, maybe more because of the storms, and we have to go all the way up and around the storms. And now it's like thirty feet. And then you realize that like I can't even jump out in an hour. Like you're just you're 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 out of touch. You can't. There's nothing. You can't."
4: So you couldn't Amazing. even tell anybody, sorry, I'm not going to be home for that meeting. I'm g- I have another two and a half weeks.
1: I, I, you can sign up for it, get a little satellite uh, phone email address, and then you, but you don't have it until you sign up for it on boat. So then, then you can email the various people. But you can't, like, I couldn't go to the, the Flying Blue, whatever air miles use I used for my flight back from Shanghai. I couldn't go there and change it. Right. I just was like, oh, okay, all right, there we that's go. all there is, <laughs> is to it. And they're like, yeah, that's, that's how. And we, and we think that's when, but we don't know,
4: right? Wait, sorry, why did it? Why was it going to take two and a half more because
1: weeks? Because you because you don't burn any more fuel than you need to. So, you so they're just going to
3: hang oh. out and wait until they get yeah. some some orders so that they know we have.
1: Oh yeah, it's like they have the rule from Hamburg is don't go over. You know, 12 knots. Three knots, yeah. Ways yeah. yeah. so you walk across the Pacific.
3: Tell us why you decided to travel this way. Yeah, and take then us back to the beginning. And then the after, best. we also, of course, want to know how you set it up.
1: Oh, so uh, why? I think because it sounded really cool.
4: How did you even hear about this? Um, I mean, you are a brilliant man who knows about everything at all times.
1: I, I didn't know about this. I guess that's oh, okay. right. There's always <laughs> a thing you don't know. And I think I read about it somewhere. And it sounded I don't know how that was also, but it sounded too like elder hostily for me, like you know mm-hmm. people in Birkenstocks and like you know beards going and say we're gonna you know we don't I don't want that. But a friend of mine and I we both had writing projects to do, and this is like you're, when you're on a boat, like that's it, like you you can't oh I procrastinated by, on Instagram. No, there's no Instagram. There's nothing. Right. There's just you and then the ocean and the Pacific, the mighty Pacific. Yes. Well, well M- Moby Dick, right? He, he that's where he goes over the Pacific. They travel. They circumnavigate the world. The 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 um. The whalers. There you go. And what you discover is, they tell you, "Oh, there aren't any wh- oh, the whales." The whales. There, there are tons of whales. Trust me, I saw them all. There's so many <laughs> whales. There's no shortage of They'd whales. Say,
3: there's a whale You're like, I don't know. No, want no, to no I, listen, oh, I saw it. Jimmy, I saw him
1: yesterday.
4: Uh, plenty of so whales. Boring. He's yeah. such a show off. It, and
1: it's huge. The Pacific Ocean's huge. It's yeah. also what you forget. And like, you get on the boat and you like, you walk up the gangplank. There's this huge container ship. It's giant.
3: Do you even feel like you're moving on the ocean, or is it that you do?
1: When you when you get on it, it's the largest thing you've ever been on in your life.
4: Is it? I'm imagining like an airplane carrier. It's like, like an airplane, like a, like yeah. a naval carrier, it's right? Huge.
1: Yeah. And then you wake up the next morning and you're in the middle of the Pacific and you're the smallest thing you've ever seen. Right. You're tiny. It's a tiny little boat bobbing up and down.
4: Are you in a twin bed? Do you have a nice big heavenly bed mattress and big no. fluffy down sorry. pillows? Sorry, sorry, Pavia. No, it's no
1: <laughs> and no mint and no uh, no turn down service. No. Housekeeping, none of that. There's none of that. You <laughs> have a bed. And there's it, the
4: master you have to respect. There's
1: the master from but you have to respect, and you have to be careful what you say, because uh, he was a very nice guy. They're all nice, but like at a certain point, he says, "Well, Hamburg tells us where, where Hamburg came and, and gave us a new route. Hamburg, you know, the computer in Hamburg, and there's like ten guys in the computer, and they just send him by satellite his his his, his you know Marching trajectory, trajectory. Marching yeah. and 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 you realize these container ships used to have much bigger crew. They don't need it. They don't need a big crew anymore." They really don't even need a master. And so then I made the mistake of saying, so wait a minute. So if Hamburg does all this, and remember, a pilot, a local pilot, brings you in and out of port. So it's never the, the master of the, of the container ship doesn't actually dock in Seattle or in Shanghai or pull out of Shanghai or Oakland or, or Long Beach or any these places. A local pilot always does that. So, and they, they, they chopper the pilot on sometimes no or they way. come alongside. Yeah, it's like always a local pilot. So you don't really need a master. Which I then suggested, like, well, when are they going to figure out? And then I stopped saying, and he said that they don't need me. I hope not until I retire. You know, he's German. I would not until I retire. He's mad for the next day at me for that. But luckily, he had twenty days left.
4: Rob's <laughs> business brain is working. He's inventing driverless, so rather, <laughs> yeah. sellerless sails across the sea.
1: Yeah, Uber's I mean, going to get on that. I sure he had a nice room. I could have like. <laughs> anyway, so the reason I did it was to be un- undistracted because I thought that what what could possibly be distracting about the Pacific Ocean and snowing on the Pacific and
0: whales. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.
2: Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious.
5: So, all that you saw
4: was blue.
1: Gray. 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 It was cold because of December. December. Um, and you
4: started in Seattle.
1: Start in Seattle. And
4: you had to change the route, so where did you go? You go up go?
1: north, so you kind of go all right, close to this Arctic Circle, so you're kind of going in that bigger arc. Ordinarily, Are they, you they hugging
4: goes, the coast of Alaska? Is it really beautiful? You can see it.
1: You can see it. You can see these giant... Ice mountains, mm-hmm. and some of them are ice volcanoes. Old ice volcanoes. which ice? I think is kind of cool. Yeah, that's really cool. And yeah. I and I thought, I think I said, when, he, when he when he these are ice volcanoes, and I thought, wait a minute, isn't that, isn't that Scientology, right? They believe that oh. Zenu lives in an ice volcano. Mm. Like that's, so that's we should just go up there and see. You know, Xenu lives in. Anyway, ice. <laughs> that's true. Apparently, you I can mean, tell
4: you're from L.A. That you know. Yeah,
1: that. yeah, yeah, Oh, I know all that. <laughs> that's all like the a doctrine, small of uh, yeah. That's right. Well, I'm you a know, pantheist. Um, so you go across, and then, uh, yeah, so we we're north, and you could kind of see the storm. You could see it, because there's nothing in between you and that. And you could see the storm, and then every now and then there'd be a clear day and a clear night, and you've never experienced anything like a clear night looking up at the sky when there's no light pollution. Right. And mm. you see every star, and you su- suddenly it all makes sense, because, you know, people have been looking at the stars forever and we tend to think that's strange because we look up at the sky and we see four stars and they would look at the sky the ancient world and see them all and it must have been just impossible to ignore I mean how could you not believe the gods were powerful right. or God was powerful or looking at you or there were these these things had forces when you look up at the sky and all you see is this incredible canopy it's insane it was right. just really amazing
4: and a blanket of just thick stars
1: yeah that's it's what we have up there. How, I know, but We how, just don't see it.
4: Right. Well, I, I know we don't see it. Every time I think about that, I'm like, how did they know, how did they navigate by them? It's just such a different way that a brain yeah.
1: works. But there's more Celestial of them. navigation. Yeah. I mean, how do you walk around the city, right? Well, you know the buildings and stuff. I
4: know. I get, well, not, not that well. I mean, I know that I've crossed 15th Street, but it's not as though I recognize the building on the corner of 15th and 8th from the one on the corner of 17th and 8th.
1: You might, anyway. you might in your, be mm. deep in your subconscious. And what, the point is, like, they're there. They're so loud. Right. They're so loud. You have loud. to start paying attention. Did you see
4: shooting stars?
1: All the time. Satellites, shooting stars. You know, you look up, you wait 15 minutes, see a shooting star. I mean, the Earth is being bombarded all the time by my... These things apparently. I mean, I'm acting like I like. I'm really kind of interested <laughs> in this stuff. I'm no, 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 no. like. Uh, but really, you had no intention of. A star is a sun. Did you know that a star is a sun?
5: Yes, of oh, course. The crazy. star is a sun, and yeah, the, the sun, sun,
1: sun is a star. Yeah, I don't believe that.
4: But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, were you going to bed early? Because
1: um, well, that's the There's weird. no
4: television. There's yeah,
1: no... that's the weird. So you had to be really. You better bring your own. You had to bring your own liquor. Okay. Um, number one, number if you're, one. On a
3: sh- if you're Wait, going on a shipping container, also, bring your, pack your liquor. Yeah, pack your, yeah own liquor. pack
4: your own liquor. Also, pack extra because if you're going on a ship, like if I brought enough yeah. wine to get me through the two weeks to cross the ocean and suddenly I had to space it out over a month. Oh, that's funny, gentlemen. Pavia. I thought you meant to
3: share with <laughs> the master, but you just meant to drink you it all meant,
1: yourself. Yeah, bring it
4: I up. Just, I, listen, I'm just saying Love. that I would have needed another case yeah. to get me through that
1: yeah Time. i would okay. recommend if you, you told me that i would i know you well enough to say you double up on them yeah i'm
4: gonna double up on the you wine know. yeah, okay
1: um you so you bring so so there are two okay. kinds of people right the kind of people who go on a container ship because they like the isolation and they're really gonna get some work done and they're kind of people like me who go on a container ship because they want to be isolated and they want to get some work done and they get on the container ship they're like i'm not i'm not i'm not even gonna do it here <laughs> like i'm not even here like i couldn't be more I don't know what else I can do so like for two days I was just like I just was depressed first of all it gets dark early Mm -hmm. and I'm like I'm not even doing it like what's wrong with me and then day three or day four I was like well you know today we're we're, going to be on this thing for another two weeks so so I'm going to just sit and just look out at the ocean and then the next day you do that and then you're like I could just do this for two weeks. Wow. And then I wrote something. But I first had to get over the panic of, oh, my God, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And then say, well, wait a minute. Now This is kind of cool. You're looking at this, you're looking at that you are on the pacific you look at the stars all that's all that stuff it was it was and there was rough seas for 3 4 days where you look really it's like a comedy where you're at the table and the ship it's lists rocking and you lean and back away from the table and then it comes back and you come back to the table and then you're like wait <laughs> and like you do that and like, you're able to fork of food and then you go you know it's it, and that's funny right but you also, I woke up on the floor a couple times because they did, you know.
4: <laughs> this is amazing, though, that these ships are this big. Yeah. So sometimes it happens that um, container ships get lost at sea because they just, because the waves are so rough, they just topple over.
1: Yeah, yeah. or they smash open or stuff. Like, I'm that surprised. That
4: is so crazy. That is so crazy.
3: And not exactly a great endorsement for taking container Well, ships. I mean, I think well. it, it's
1: ultimately very safe. But the, but the, the other thing is, like, you just realize, oh, they just put your stuff in a box they
3: just put
4: your stuff in a box and then they put yeah.
1: the box in a big metal box and, and then they, they stack them up and push and it off outside see. it's not yeah. they're not inside yeah and it rains and snows and stuff but and like
4: it's held fastened down with bungee cords Lots they're of fastened bungee cords? down the
1: corners of each one yeah. so that what we have now what we call 40-foot equivalent containers and they originally sort of the 20-foot you can still see the 20-foot's driving around like they're the little one they're like oh it's that little truck that's <laughs> right. a 20-foot equivalent and on the corners, you can see they're little bolts, little bolt holes, like little grommets almost. And those are what they and they have like, like this giant stacks of them, and they have little little bolts that hold them together. And
4: kind of like Lego pieces, they fit into each other, right? They
1: right, and uh, yeah. and so the, the crew goes and un- undoes them, and then the crane operator lifts them and moves them. And basically, like, so I, so when we were in Busan, in uh, no, actually when we were in Tian Shan, which is in Hong Kong. I just didn't do anything He said I got a folding chair And sat on the top of the deck And watched The whole thing And they just They take all the containers out and they sort of arrange them by the crane and they put them all back in with new ones and they pack and repack the thing according to you know where this container is going and it's all organized. Like you get yeah, your flat yeah. screen. Like you get whatever you're looking for from wherever. It's kind of
3: remarkable when it's you insane. see it happening like that. Okay, so so you decide to take this container ship for a few weeks because you have to get this deadline going yeah. and and there's a room prepared for you kind of miraculously because who would think to, to put people on this ship with these other things. So so you got this idea, you heard about it. Is this something that writers
1: do? Is this something that there's a history um, or a legacy of? Here's what here's now Alex Haley, who was the uh, author of Roots, Roots, wrote his second book on a container. Okay,
3: so there is some romanticism to it. Sales.
1: <laughs> no, I think it's No, called, I, was such bad no I think it's like route we 2 actually or something. Okay. Or like oh, maybe. I don't know. But he went he went the Atlantic route, which I, is the next thing I want to do from Savannah to Barcelona or something. It sounds really cool. What I really want to do is go Barcelona down through the Suez Canal.
4: Barcelona I'm, down through the Suez Canal and then end up where? I don't
1: know. I, I think you end up like in like, Singapore. Singapore. But you don't have to go to Singapore. You can just get off and you do it. And you I'm way.
3: imagining this is a very affordable way
4: it's,
1: to travel. It's cheap, but it's not that cheap. I mean, it's cheaper to fly. Yeah. And it's and it's, it's uh, cheaper to fight. Oh yeah. yeah. But huh. but it's over
3: the course of the couple of weeks and you get
1: room and board. Yeah, you get you get room and board. The board part yeah, how I don't know good if is it, the food. I don't think it's really gonna hit the on, on a scale of, you know, zero to te- Pavia, it's a two.
3: <laughs> right. So this is good for people who maybe like drinking soylent or something like that.
1: Yeah, you could drink soylent. I mean th- it's not bad. Did but, you
4: go into the kitchen and say, Well, let me show you what an Escoffier Trench well, chef knows how okay. to do here. The
1: interesting thing is you discover there's a fair a class distinction on these ships. Uh, actually, on cruise ships too, but it's harder to notice. Officers are almost always sort of Germanic-ish, yes. Northern European. Yep,
4: and the crew is from the Philippines. They're
1: all Malaysian, Philippine, Malay people. And dinner is like a beef stew and stuff like that. Like, it's not good, but it's like, it's like a bad boarding school. The crew eats much better food really cool pork stuff that's all (laughs) crunchy and delicious and like spicy this adobo and all that you don't you run out of fresh everything in two weeks a week and a half so everything else is sort of like there's nothing crunchy or fresh there but um their food is much better and then at night they drink you know lousy uh you know safeway vodka and do karaoke the worst karaoke ever yeah insanely bad karaoke and to get karaoke in tagalog (laughs) So it's like you can't even join in. It's just, <laughs> and it's like on to a video screen of like, you know, Filipino couples walking around the mall. Right. Manoa.
4: They're singing with like Gloria, a big
1: another yeah, right. bad 80s song. Right,
3: right. Were there other passengers on board? I
1: went with a friend of mine, Mike Murphy, and he, he you know.
3: How'd you convince him to do that?
1: Or? Uh, I think it was more like mutually one of those things where, uh, well, I'll do it. Well, I'll do it. Well, are you really going to do it? I'll do it. No, yeah, I think you wouldn't like I What do you talk? I'll, you know, we just basically chicken to each, each, each other. Chicken to each other, yeah. into it, doing this. But of course, the problem with being with somebody like that is that he actually wrote something that he then sold to HBO. Meanwhile, I'm sort of smoking a cigar and staring at the whales.
4: Yeah, but <laughs> then you settle down to work once you I got did, out of your head. I no? did,
1: yeah, but, you know, there was no sale afterwards. It's mostly this. It's just a really cool experience.
3: Yeah, I mean, cool enough that you said you'd do it again.
1: I'd do it again. Yeah. In Would a you do it more? Again, I think yeah. more now. I need it.
3: Would you do it because of because you have work that you want to get done,
4: or you want to do it just to be alone and stare at whales, or to say that you've done it? I and don't know. See the
1: stars. I think that I will do it because I. Th- I think I'm, I'm not. I haven't grown emotionally enough to be able to say no. I'm just going to do it because I like the experience. Instead, I'll say I'm going to do it because I'm going to. Uh, this is going to be a work product at the end of this. And um and then I won't do that work product and I'll feel really bad. So I'll spend three days thinking, oh my god, I'm just oh, I'm such a piece <laughs> of shit. I, why am I not doing? It? What's wrong with me? Yeah. And then I'm I'll just, just like, oh well, it's pretty sunset. And then I'm then before you know it, I'll be in Barcelona.
3: So okay, so if I wanted to take this trip, I want to know like how I would, how could I book passage, and then your checklist of
1: things to bring with you. There used to be a place called Travel Tips. It's
3: still a website.
4: It's
1: still a website, and they
4: it's. Yeah, travelofamerica.com slash T-R-A-V-L-T-I-P-S.
1: Okay, so they, they it, yeah. I think they helped set – either they helped set us our thing up or it was another company, but like there's only two of them. And you just have to be super flexible because you don't – you are not important.
4: And you don't know when right. you're leaving, right? You, it depends when the ship is leaving, it, right?
1: It, it, it keeps to a certain schedule, mm-hmm. but you just don't know exactly when, and you don't know when you're going to get there. Um, and you just, that's it. You're just not important.
3: So, this is great for the gainfully unemployed or people who are masters of their own destiny. Right.
4: Yes. This isn't for right. somebody who's like, my boss, I have to get,
1: I have to, you know,
3: fill out the forms. Or to I have the like, couple like
4: one of week off. of vacation. Or I have a child at home who right. needs to be fed <laughs> yeah, yeah. at some point. Yeah.
1: I mean, it is, if you have to keep a schedule or you have to be day to day connected. Right. It's not for you. But so if you can, is, link, yeah. you can go seven days, eight days without being connected, so
3: cool. As long as the weather's
4: okay, is that part of the drill that there's no internet access? I mean, I've when I've sailed, people are like, "We have Wi-Fi," and it's like, no. There's one tiny router, and like you can get on it for maybe thirty seconds, but it's almost impossible.
3: Well, you're not streaming any videos or anything. There's,
1: like that. No, there's wi- no, wi- there no. There was Wi-Fi no Wi-Fi. Then. You went to a terminal, and the mm-hmm. terminal is connected to the satellite phone, and you paid a dollar and a half or two dollars for every bit or bite it was expensive but you could Which send is a good
4: disincentive if you don't want to have to deal with it right you were
1: not connected to the web right you got a special oh. uh, temporary email address
4: did you use it
1: yeah i mean i had an assistant in la and i was like oh it's, uh, you have to help me do this you, have to... Okay. <laughs> right. you need to go and close Please. i might i might, i was <laughs> there's a moment you like... need to
3: get me passage back to, <laughs> yeah to, you um, to well, actually, change my flight
1: um it's one of those things where, like, so you go, you're, you're in the middle of nowhere, and then you, I fall asleep, and I'm using my phone as an alarm uh, clock, and then suddenly at 3, 4 in the morning, it just explodes, and like, all the, all the rings, ringing everything, ringing voicemail, text, not all, the, all, the, uh, all, all the ringtones are going, and I look out the window, and we're between Hokkaido and the mainland of Japan, and so my phone has connected, and it's updating two and a half weeks worth of messages. Mm. One of them went from my neighbor saying, "You know, your back gate's open." Oh. Like, oh my god! <laughs> when was that? And so I like had to furiously, you know, text somebody to please go and close my back gate. Travel tips, another place. And then well, here's what you bring: you bring a camera. I recommend actually not wine because
4: it goes. You, how how are you going to store it? Yeah. This is where I'm going to have to start drinking whiskey. Something right? that you could yeah. drink neat. Yeah. Yeah,
1: you drink neat or like a splash of water. Carolyn, you're going to have no problem if you. Carolyn's a
4: whiskey drinker. Kind
1: bars, maybe. Right. You know, something like kind that. They Bars. feed you, but every now and then you're like, oh, I right. You want a little something. snack. A little snack. I would bring something like vegetables you may not be getting depending on the weather.
3: Oh. Mm-hmm. How about like a diptyque candle or something like that?
1: Oh, that's a really good idea. That is a really good <laughs> idea. I just upgraded
3: idea. the experience. Now this is a like luxury container ship. What about a down pillow that you can oh, put come in on a compression on. pillow? Listen.
1: Oh, come on. Listen.
4: It depends. If I I can oh. sleep in a lot of conditions. Mm-hmm. I don't mind if it's a scratchy sheet, but I need a pillow that I can sleep on and I need it not I, yeah. If I okay. can't I'm a great sleeper as this long as This is maybe I have not the, the trip for
1: you, Poppy. <laughs> no,
4: I can absolutely do this trip. You could totally do it. I could totally no, do this trip as long as I'm not cold when I'm sleeping. So that's just about, you know, wearing socks and layers right. or whatever. Hot water bottle. You're you're a hot water bottle person. Hot I'm water not. bottle. Yeah.
1: You wake up in How much luggage do you guys carry? No, Very just carry little. on.
4: Very little. Also, I'm a big believer in compression bags. So oh, yeah, you yeah. could get a pillow down to Smushed nothing, out. Yeah. and then it makes a huge difference. Just don't ever carry a pillow through the airport because that is disgusting. It's <sighs> disgusting. disgusting. Why, would you then, disgusting. Why,
1: why would you do that? Oh, and I see people doing that all the time. Like, what are you doing with that pillow?
3: Yeah, but they're like in eighth grade. Actually,
1: uh, this discussion, I would say the diptyque candle. A friend of mine gave me a candle when I was traveling through Central Asia. And she said, you're going to need this. Oh. And I was like, I'm not carrying a freaking candle from, you know. And did you? Wulm Chi to Istanbul. No, I left in Hong Kong thinking, "Ah, oh, so dumb. Day four. I mean, <laughs> I was in India for a month before that. But like day four, I'm like, I wish I had that
0: candle. Right.
1: I wish I had that candle right now. <laughs>
4: were there other guests in addition to you and Mike on Mm-mm. this trip
1: no just us so
4: you guys and the crew how many guests could be on this trip well, it
1: depends on the cargo because a lot of times you have like there's a there's a passenger there's a the cabins are like owners' cabin they call it uh-huh um, and that means the ship owner uh, not necessarily the ship um, the person managing the ship but the ship owner it's like it's complicated because like the, Mr. the shipping company is different from the people in Hamburg who run it and the shipping company we were on Hanjin, which is a Korean, um, I think it's a Korean company, uh, and they either own the ship or they don't, or they own the shipping line and the sh- they 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 license the ship from Humber, out to Mister Spiros in Greece. So they have, they always have a cabin, and there's a what they call a super cargo, which is which is a cargo supervisor. So sometimes if there's cargo that, that 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 the people shipping it want somebody on that boat keeping an eye on that cargo. And then there's a passenger, and there may be one or two other passengers. Um, it's like a, an eight-story small superstructure on top.
4: Of the thing. So when you're looking at a container yeah. ship,
1: you're sitting like you're on the beach, uh, as I was this weekend, and you look at and there's a container ship going by.
4: And it's like a flat level of all the ships, and then something that, sticks up at the top. That's where the rooms are. That's where the rooms are. Carolyn, I think that I could do this trip, and I think it sounds really nice. What I like best about this trip and what's most appealing to me is not being on my phone, though. I'm really interested in places where, you can, where you're forced to you're unplug forced.
3: because... Because right, like you, you, I have no. You didn't mention bringing reading material, but did mm -hmm. you read a novel? That that, to me so much, and that feels like an incredible luxury. So if I had a big, if you had some kind of research to do, or maybe you don't have research to do, and you could just read for fun for two weeks. That sounds incredible. Old fashioned trunk and fill it with books.
1: Well, there's always books that you want that you didn't read.
4: You know, the books that like.
1: You're embarrassed you didn't read.
4: Yeah, right. I'm trying to read Little Women right now.
1: Yeah, like yeah. that's perfect. Right, and you're like oh, you the know. Brothers
4: Karamazov. That's what I would bring. Perfect br- because it's, it's good, perfect. Right, that would be a really good. one. It's a really
1: one. good one because you're you're gonna get into it and you're gonna really love it. And then at night, I mean, there's this insane star, star or show, show that you've never seen before. That right. you that actually is the ancient world right there.
4: Yeah. Oh, so you'd want to bring some Edith Hamilton. You'd want to bring I think so. I want to bring the Odyssey. You're reading.
1: My fantasy for the yes. Odyssey is: I want to. I might do this. I'm trying to do this next year is like you get um, a charter boat in in Greece, some skipper and a cook, and you go with a bunch of people. And everyone. It, and at night you sail and swim, and you eat, and you have your grilled fish and your salad, and then and your a uh, um, wine. And then everyone reads a book out loud of the Odyssey every night as you're sailing through the islands. That's my dream.
4: That's a nice one. That's
1: really nice. It's ins- have you read it recently? I read it last year. The Odyssey. No, I,
4: haven't Odyssey. Read I haven't read it, it in I a long since
1: high time. Holy yeah. moly! It's so great. Really? It is so great. The story is so great. It's so moving. It's incredible. And I finished it last year, right around now. And I was in um, I was in Esalen in Big Sur, the only other place where you really like, oh my god, look at all the stars, like because there's no light around, it. and um, it was pretty amazing.
3: Yeah. I like this kind of trip too because it's it's incredibly low pressure. You don't have to plan an itinerary. No. You don't have to feel bad about missing out on skipping out on the temples after seeing just a few of the temples. Oh, it's I didn't really, get a reservation. It's really just restaurant. about yeah. you, you and but you're still in nature in, in, oh on God, this in yeah. this weird on this weird moving vehicle. But you can really focus on kind of the the art of. Travel, or just think about you know moving from one place to the other very very slowly. Or Just think about yourself. I and mean, think about right? yourself. Also,
4: yeah. Well, <laughs> right. No, but right. I mean, to a certain extent, there's a meditative quality to a trip like this. You went with your friend Mike, but if you don't go with your friend, if you just go on your own, mm. you could kind of turn it into a silent retreat. Because at a certain point, how much more are you going to say to the captain? Oh
1: yeah, you don't. You know, you're, and
3: and there's something totally romantic about it in yes. a way. If you are, let's say, you are kind of a moody artistic type, I mean, it sounds really oh. great.
1: Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. I mean, it's perfect for that. I mean, also, I think it gets you out of that – I mean, I don't know about you. I mean, I always have the problem when I'm going to go somewhere um, or or someone's going somewhere I've been and they ask for tips. And then the, there's a strange, like like, a checklist now. And now I feel like, well, you know – She said this was a really good. We have to go to this restaurant because she said it was good. This has also been recommended. I have to go here, especially if you're like sort of type A, sort of New Yorker type. You're Mm -hmm. like, well, I I don't want to come back from this trip and then tell my friend I didn't go to that place. Right. Because then they're going to say, oh, then why'd you go in the first place? Because you didn't go there. Oh, you missed missed a big thing, right? So you don't miss anything on a container ship at all. It's like (laughs) there's only one restaurant and it's not good. (laughs) And you're on it. I'm like, that's it. So, and every trip is slightly, subtly different, depending on the weather and you know time of year and all that stuff. So, it is a really good way to break the habit of either being super bossy with people when they ask you, "Hey, where should I go eat?" and, like, and telling, "No, you can't go there. You have to go here," which is stupid. And then also the weird <laughs> feeling that I, this I have, where I'm like, I have to live up to this strange expectation that have been set for me about this trip. Right? Like, there's no expectation. You just sit there on your butt, you look at the ocean, and you smoke a cigar and you drink a whiskey, and you're done
4: wow what a vacay i'm sold that's so good i'm sold (laughs) seriously so your next ones your next container ships voyages will take you across the atlantic well this
1: one across the atlantic i'd like to do just because it's weirdly symmetrical across the pacific across the atlantic and how'd
3: you find out about these this route these alternate
1: routes here's the other thing it's like if you're a modern person in like in the world you have no idea how anything gets there. Like, you have no idea.
4: You think everything is just zipped through the
1: wifi. Yeah, and it's like- Through the, like, internet. Yeah. See, the Wonka think, vision. It just yeah. disintegrates yeah. and then- And you're really surprised that anyone figured it out. Like, you, I sat there on the deck in Tian Shan and thought, oh, this is amazing. Like, like and it kind of like the little subtle thing is like, I thought I was smart. Oh. I mean, I know I'm smarter than you guys, <laughs> but like, you managed to do this amazing thing. And they're all like, yeah, we figured this out a while ago when you were- reading Baudelaire or whatever it is you're wasting your time like people drive around the coast and then they pass these ports and they're like that's the port and they don't even think about what it is like it's a giant port where giant ships come in with boxes filled with stuff and these guys all your stuff and you're you know if you are driving across the country or you're in the middle I saw this when I was in um, last two two weeks ago I was in in Alabama and you're driving and there's a big container on the side of the road called the word hand gin on it that is a container from the Hanjin shipping company that got there on the back of a truck or a train because of course it's that's the other brilliant part of the stuff is that
4: it also fits onto also trains, fits trains cargo trains yeah and it
1: probably came it got to come somewhere in these either New Orleans which is a Big Port or Savannah? Which is a Big Port? And we drive by these ports all the time. We're like, Elizabeth that's what goes on. Also, there. Yeah.
4: Elizabeth also uh, right outside yeah, right. New York City. Over here, you can sometimes see the cranes right. going up and down. And also, famously, Baltimore, which we all learned about from right. the season of, of the, the Wire, of the wires, it was all about the corruption two. and the right. theft that happened.
1: That's how you know. Like, you you know that you can go from Sia, uh, from Savannah to Barcelona because you you're going to Savannah, and there's like a lot of ships. They come from somewhere. And the best, the, the best port. So think about the port the you want to leave from. Barcelona, um, on the Barcelona
4: would be a great port to end up in. Wouldn't yeah. It be great? Oh yeah, be cool. yes, yeah. and then you can make up for all the bad meals that you didn't eat for a few weeks.
1: With yeah, by the, eating
3: eating things out of tiny, tiny. Yeah, containers like like. Um, like sardines little clams I, yeah. <laughs>
1: it's like, I hate eating all this canned food and like oh yeah, it was canned food for two weeks on our crossing and then you go to like Morofi in in uh, in Barcelona and you're eating little anchovies out of a can I area. love
4: it I really yeah. like it I've often when I've seen these container ships that do have that clearly are coming from like Scanda is mm-hmm. run of the other words right there's a massive port in Cartagena also that I was fascinated oh, by it. when I was sailing around there but I've often looked at these and thought it would be so cool if one of these Shipping containers had a passport. And it's like, I went through Trenton, New Jersey, and I've been to Portugal, and I've been all over. Like, oh, like if they there was a way it? of like a, a stamp oh. for every. So, kind of like luggage, you know, people used to put stickers on yeah. every place that they've been to. I mean, this would be very messy, and I like this thing. But I, well, I just the, think that would be funny if you could track a single shipping well, container. You,
1: you can't. You can't by looking at it. But you can, because they are all barcoded. They
4: all barcoded.
1: So at any given moment, you know exactly where the container is. Yeah. You just... Zap if you it. know
3: how
4: to, look. if you
1: know, if you have a zapper, which they all do on the everybody on know. Every, every, they still call them stevedores, I think. But right. if they it end
3: up in Brooklyn, yeah. then they turn them into a, a boutique. Yeah. Or, yeah. or for an, recyclable an, goods, a
1: new kind of like sustainable living. Yeah, for upcycled li- lifestyle. In
3: Seoul, they turn them into really cool
4: shops, mm-hmm. like yeah. that are stacked up on top of each other. Yeah. yeah. The wonderful wonders of the container ship.
1: It is an un. Sort of the of container, un, unappreciated or underappreciated a massive change in the way we live.
4: And it's a f- real building block of commerce, of ah. goods, of movement, of and And everything. apparently a really cool way to travel, and too. apparently a cool way to travel. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're coming with you on the next one. Okay, that'd be fun. Wouldn't have, well, no, but then we'd have to talk to each other and it wouldn't be so... I promise
1: um, not to talk to you.
3: After four days, mm-hmm. no more talking.
4: Your port sure. and your starboard.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I promise not to, not to make fun of your pillow.
4: You won't have to make fun of my pillow. Um, Rob, tell the nice people where they can find you. In addition to um, adding Martini Shot to their um, podcast list, which is one of my favorite podcasts. I don't think I've missed a single episode in 100 years.
1: That's where you can find me. You can find me there or you can find me uh, uh, at RCBL on all the various... Social media.
3: And we should let um, our listeners know that there's a great story Rob wrote for us about this c- shipping container um, experience on Fathom. And we'll also put some extra notes in the show notes so that people can start planning their own trips.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just should be a thing. It should be a thing.
3: Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us oh today. Gosh. Thanks. It's always
1: so great to see really you. This is really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, know. I'm Surprise. Not, I sound surprised, but I'm not. Surprise for a good fun, time. But this is really fun. <laughs> should say, downward <laughs> inflection.
3: And that's our show. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. And, you know, leave us a five-star review. A Way to Go is a production of iHeartRadio and Fathom. You can find the details we talked about in the show notes and on our website, fathomaway.com. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter when you're there. You
4: can get in touch with us anytime at podcast at fathomaway.com. And follow us on all social media at at go. Please tag your best travel photos, hashtag travel with Fathom.
3: If you want to really go deep on the travel inspiration, pick up a copy of our book, Travel Anywhere and Avoid Being a Tourist. I'm Geraldine Gerba. And
4: I'm Pavia Rosati. And we'd like to thank our producer, editor, and mixer, Marcy Tapina, and our executive producer, Christopher Hasiotis. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
2: Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through four fourteen twenty four 24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a straight-talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams. And you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance. Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off. And everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.